It seems that the dreams that Yosef has tell him that God has a plan for him. And I wonder if all of us have thought, what is God's plan for me? Does God have plans for us? And what would they be? How would we know them? Seems that the dreams are telling Yosef that he's supposed to lord himself over his brothers, or they're going to hate him or be disappointed that he is favored. But actually, those conditions are already set prior to the dreams. They already hate him, and he is already special. What would God's plan for us look like? What are we asking for? What are we expecting when we ask the question, does God have a plan for me? What is God's plan for me? Since I don't expect God to have a plan for which breakfast cereal I'm going to choose, what is it that we're expecting to be in the plan? What is the right profession for me? What is it that I'm supposed to be doing with my life? And who am I supposed to be marrying? Like, is my soulmate out there? Is the person I'm dating supposed to be the person I'm supposed to marry? Will God give me a sign? What's the plan for my profession, my geographical location? And what's the plan for my partnership? If you look at Joseph, Yosef, interestingly and not, who he is supposed to marry is not part of any kind of dream or plan. He marries Asnath. He just says he marries her. Doesn't say that was part of the plan that was supposed to be. And his profession. Well, he has many different professions along the way. So what if it wasn't his profession that was supposed to, it was supposed to be about? So we look at the dreams themselves and what do they reveal? Well, the first one about the sheaves, he is bowing down to his sheaf. It seems to be a dream that the brothers will bow down to him one day. But as Nachmanides notes, unlike many, it's really about the sheaves more than it's about the relational message of the bowing down. Because after all, as Nachmanides says, it's actually not about the brothers' sheaves at all. It's actually about the fact that Joseph will, Yosef will save Egypt by creating the system of centralized grain and its distribution during times of famine. So the sheaves are actually sheaves. They're not a literary device. And it's not his brothers, according to Nachmanides. It's that he will be distributing grain to the Egyptians and save them from starvation. The brothers respond in the next verse when they hear this dream, though, do you mean to rule over us? So we often take from them what it is the dream's about. But maybe the dream, the plan that God has in store for Yosef is not really that. How about the other dream? Well, that's pretty clear. The sun, the moon, and the stars are bowing down to him. And so it must be about the family. And now the dad is going to be bowing down too. And Yaakov has a terrible reaction to this. He's like, I was okay with you, the brothers bowing down to you, but not okay with me bowing down to you. But as some of the commentators point out, and it doesn't end up coming true because the moon bows down, but Rachel is not there to bow down in Egypt. So who's the moon? You can play with it. It's Bilcha, it's someone else. It's the three leftover wives or whatever. But what, so what if it's not about family? What if it's about Joseph being in charge of Egypt? And the sun, moon, and the stars are the courtiers. They're Pharaoh. They're the sun, the worshipers of the sun god. And remember how the courtiers are always against him, but eventually he rises up. So again, maybe it was to save Egypt and not about a family structure. So let's apply it to our own lives. We wonder what God's plan is for us. What's our profession supposed to be? 
What's our, who's our partner supposed to be? What if those are not part of the plan that God has for us? And what if there's something to be learned from the Yosef story? So what was God's plan after all? Well, Yosef says it way toward the end of the story. I think it's in chapter 44, where Yosef says, now, brothers, do not be distressed or reproach yourselves because you sold me. It was to save life that God sent me ahead of you. God has sent me ahead of you to ensure your survival on earth and to save your lives in a deliverance. And as he said, God has sent me ahead to save lives. His, the plan for him was to save lives. What if the plan is that he saves lives and it doesn't matter what his profession is and it doesn't matter who his partner is? What if it doesn't even matter where he is? What if we should think of God's plan for us more like our mission? And maybe Yaakov should have gotten this because it was from Yaakov's parshayot that we get the idea that there are angels going up and down the ladder when he is dreaming. And in his dream, it's revealed to him that the messengers go up and down. And as we often talk in that parsha, and as I just did in uh, the seventh grade class with them, that these are the dreamers going up and down the ladders. And in our dreams, we're given not the plan who we should marry and what our profession should be. What we get in our dreams is what mission we're supposed to do. Is it to save lives? Is it to teach? Is it to show compassion? A mission is not the details that we stress about. It's how we manifest ourselves in this world, how we are an angel, how we are an extension of God. Are we a healer? Are we a person of strength who can give strength to those who don't have it? Are we a Raphael? Are we a Gavriel? Are we a guard? What is our mission in life? Years ago, when I was trying to figure out whether I should drop out of my graduate program, even though I'd finally gotten through the exams and was a dissertation, it was all but dissertation. And I was struggling and I was at a Shabbat dinner and I was talking to a friend. I said, do I leave now and start all over again? What does God want for me? Does God want me to be a rabbi? Does God want me to be um, a teacher of philosophy of religion? And my friend said, and it changed my life, or it was, at least it was what I need to hear. Maybe it didn't change my life. They said, Nadav, you're going to do your mission wherever you are. So if you're a professor, you're going to be a professor who has students over for Shabbat dinner. And you're going to be the one that you already are doing. You hold office hours in the cafeteria all day and people can come and you buy them good coffee and tell them they're drinking bad coffee. And you listen to their stories about their boyfriends and about their families and their girlfriends and their partners and all of it. And you try to help them with their lives. So even if you're teaching intro to whatever Christian ethics, you'll be fulfilling your mission. And if you go and be a rabbi, then you'll stand up there and you'll quote from books from the New York Review of Books and the Times Literary Supplement, and you'll be professorial and you'll say, if only you guys got the connection between Heschel and Kierkegaard here, we would be okay. And uh, you'll be doing your mission. So I ask each of us to think for a moment, maybe Yaakov should have known that his dreams revealed that it's not about what's the plan for you. It's about whether the plans that you find yourselves in Yosef is saving lives when he's in prison, when he's in the boar. He's doing, he's manifesting his mission everywhere he goes. How are you Manifest, manifesting God's mission for how you play upon your instrument in this world, regardless of the details that we wonder incessantly about?